3: Yeah, you're right, Jenna. Okay, you're welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast. I am one of your hosts. Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jenna Bergle, and This is my voice. Over to my right, we have Kieran Swear. I am your other Ooh. host, hostess. Hostess. And then we have a special guest for you guys today. Ta-da. Serena Berglund, She's my sister. I talk about her almost every episode. Yay. I'm so excited. Okay. So, Serena, how do you know us other than, you know, I mean, I guess I just said that so I stole your line,
1: but... Um, who are you? Who are you? Tell us a little something. Well, my name is Serena Berglund, as previously mentioned. Um, I am Jenna's older sister, so she is 21 and I'm 23, so, um, she's the sister directly below me, and I know Cameron because Cameron, I'm sure you know how they know each other, and I know Cameron because she's Jenna's best friend growing up, and... We all went to church together, we were in cubbies together for a while, Sunday school for a while. Youth conference. All
3: those good things, yeah. As previously mentioned in our second Christmas episode, she was always merry in all of our Christmas pageants, and Cameron and I played like the stage right cows. As a cow. Yeah, so always really, the cows. yeah, I've always so been so the star of like, the show. There's a, yeah, she's always been the star of the show, so it just made sense to have her on our podcast as one of our guests. Um, Hey Serena, it seems like you made it, why do not you tell us what we're drinking? <gasps>
1: We are drinking a healthy version of a chai tea latte. Um, what's all in it? There is almond milk, honey as the sweetener. They did say to use maple syrup, but we don't have any maple syrup, so I used honey and it was really good. I also tried it with liquid stevia and highly do not recommend do not do that. And then there's ground cloves, ground cinnamon, ground ginger. Is there cardamom in it? Nope. It's literally uh. just spices, honey, yep. And milk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, it really so it's, a, it's really easy to make. It takes good me, like, for two you. minutes. Yeah. It like takes me like two minutes to make and it's really good. And you should use the unsweetened almond milk cookie too.
2: Yep. Yeah. So the only sweetener is honey. Yeah. yeah. Love it's that. actually Lower really good. Honey. Yeah. All right. It, yes.
3: Um, so today we are going to be talking about the definition of success. So I think that as we're going to get into a little later, there's a lot of different ways that you can describe success. You can have a successful week. You can have a quote-unquote successful life. So we're just going to be talking about that a little bit and a little bit about um, hustle culture and social media. I feel like social media kind of works its way into a lot of our posts. So yeah, let's just jump right in. All right, so for starters, um, what made me want to record this episode with a strain to begin with is um, this whole idea of hustle culture. It's this idea that like every single day you wake up, you hustle, you grind, you work towards your goal 24-7. It's this goal to just not be successful and financially stable, but successful and financially stable in doing what um, you're most passionate about and then some. Like If you have more than one passion, no problem, just hustle harder so it can be part of your life. It's this whole way of thinking that everything keeping you from being a success in life is how hard you work and how hard you work and, um, how hard you're working to where you eventually want to end up. Um, I feel like this way of thinking has like a lot of pros as far as like, you know, um, your drive, your ambition, um, and a lot of what often stands in our way way, is our own selves, procrastinating, being lazy, whatever it may be, but, um... At the same time, I feel like it has a lot of downfalls where you have a hard time, you know, living in the moment. You're hard on yourself when you don't reach the, your goals and, the, you know, the set time frame that you kind of have for yourself, whatever it may be. Um, I feel like social media has a big play in that. Everyone's, you know, you can see how, quote-unquote, good everyone else is doing, how far they're coming in their goals, how much they're hustling, and it can often, you can often be like, oh, my gosh, I'm falling so, um, so behind. So I think Cameron and I just wanted to talk about that a little bit um just in general but what made me specifically want Serena to be a part of this episode is the fact that I think she does an incredible job in her own life balancing um her hustle with her human is what I had written down in my notes um and what I mean by that is just like From my point of view, she has a natural born gift of working towards her goals while still making sure to live in the beautiful like day-to-day moments and never forgetting that investing in people around you comes as a first priority. And that's not just me being like a biased like sister opinion. That's not just me coming from a biased sister standpoint. Um, She's had a lot of people that, I mean, she'll get to more of this too, but she's had a lot of people um, that we've both worked with and I've even worked under her a little bit too, just say how much they love her unique manager style. They feel heard, they feel respected, and in turn then they respect her and they love to work hard for her because they want her to be successful because she invests in them as not just workers but also human beings. And I just think that's really incredible to see Um, how that impacts the people around her and how it's even personally impacted me. Um, I did work under her um, leadership a little bit back at um, one of our jobs. She'll talk about that a little bit more. But um, yeah, and so I guess that's why I personally wanted to do the episode and why I personally was really excited that Serena was going to be hopping on with us. Um,
2: Yeah, I just love that you... Okay, so when you told me we were going to do, like, the definition of success and everything... Right. I didn't know you were going to throw, like, the whole, like, hustle culture thing in there. So when you sent me the outline of, like, what we were talking about, I love that you added that because so many people have been talking about hustle culture lately. Yeah. And I was actually just, like, I was actually going to text you and be like, hey, we should do an episode on this or we should include this somehow. So, um, I just love that. And I'm really excited to have Serena here because we've been looking forward to this episode. Yeah. And she's, like, our biggest fan, so... Yeah, and, like,
3: we're her biggest fan. She's, like, the light of our lives, so... she's amazing, so... Um, with that being said, we're going to just kind of bounce back and forth, ask some different questions. I have, like, a little list here. Um, so, first question, a little interview. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and where you are right now and the steps it's taken
1: to get you here? Okay. So, um... Like I said, I'm 23 years old, and currently, um, career-wise, I am a manager of a clothing boutique called Simply Perfect Fashion, and I've been there for only, altogether, about six months, and I think I've been full-time there about three months, and a couple of my, this job and then my last job kind of overlapped a little bit. Um, so I guess how I got to where I am, um, I graduated high school and I lived in Gettysburg obviously with these two and it's super small town. I had no idea what I wanted to do and my whole entire like high school career was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and stressing about that all the time. And I was always thinking like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? and I would decide on something and then a week later I'd be like nah that's not it and then like over and over and over and over literally the entire four years I was in high school and then I graduated and I'm like okay well here I am still with no plan and um I just knew I wanted to get out of the small town I always wanted I was for a while planning to move to Florida for a while planning to move to New York to Colorado like everywhere and then I realized that you needed money for that and you (laughs) needed a career, (laughs) like a job for that. And in
3: regard to to money, we have no money. Yeah. So So
1: what do we do? We move in with our big sister that lives in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, that is slightly larger than Gettysburg. Seems to be a trend. Yeah. So um, my older sister was living here at the time. She was a a manager at a store in the mall, Vanity. They're closed now, but she worked there um, at the time. So I moved in with her um really just to get somewhere bigger and had no idea what I wanted to do but she worked in the mall so I'm like oh yeah let's let's just hand out job applications to every single store in the mall and so not to make this a, a huge long story but I started working at a clothing store called Wet Seal
3: they're also oh, not I closed. forgot about they wet are seal. also not yeah
1: they, it was not a good retail experience like in the sense that I started it was my very first retail experience And I started as a part-time sales associate and within probably two months was moved up to assistant manager. Had no idea what was going on, like had no idea anything (laughs) about retail, but I was like the only person working there. So they made me assistant manager and I actually did. I mean, I caught on just like, I caught on really seamlessly and it was just like I was born to do it. And then Buckle, where Jenna works currently, um, recruited me from there. Um, it's actually a really funny story. A couple of the managers like saw me walking past their store one day, and they're like, we need that girl. So they followed me and saw where I worked, and then like stalked me for like two weeks. That's hilarious. And then, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, they like bugged me for months about working there. Um, and then some life events happened, and I actually ended up moving back home to Gettysburg for a while. Oh, And yeah. then when I'm... Yeah. Wait, why did... I kind of forgot about that. So um, my car broke on my way to Sioux Falls. Like, on my way moving here to Sioux Like, I was driving my car to Sioux Falls to live here, and it broke, like, 10 miles out of Sioux Falls before I had even lived here. And then, so I moved here, was working, was poor, didn't have a car, and I'm like, I think the only way that I'm going to save up enough money to buy a car is if I move home yeah. and, like, work at the lodge for a season. I remember Sa- that. Now. Yeah, save up money, buy a new car, then move back to Sioux Falls. So
2: okay. I did that. Didn't mean exactly to, that. Didn't
1: mean to make you tell it yourself. That's okay. Sorry, I just can't no, remember. No, that's okay. I mean, that's part of my story, so. Yep. Moved back to Gettysburg for... Probably four months, saved up some money, bought a new car, moved back to Sioux Falls round two. Round and two. this time I started working at Buckle. Um and I was a full time sales associate there for probably two years. And then um I was, at the time I felt like I was doing, well I know, I was doing the job of a manager without the title and without them promoting me and they kept promising me promotion, promising me promotion, promising all these things and nothing was happening so I left and I went to a little boutique for about three months and it was the most boring job of my whole life and I could not stand it. So, I Which, was... sorry, if you don't mind me interrupting, because no. I know I'm going to forget what I want to say if I that's don't, okay. but I
3: always thought that was so cool, because now kind of being out in the real world, like, that's a scary thing to do. hmm Like, I don't, like, did you, like, how, how did you finally, like, come to that decision? Like, what were some emotions happening behind that?
1: Um, so I guess that I'm a very impulsive person, and so it's, yeah, so it's not... Like, I should be more scared about a lot of things than I actually am. And so, for me, it was just, like, I deserve more than this, and I will go work at McDonald's if I have to. Not saying that that's – not dissing that by any means. I'm just saying, like, I will do anything um, because I'm not going – like, I'm not going to be treated less than I deserve. And I'm working hard enough for this that I should have this. And if you're not going to give me it, I'm going to go find it. And – That's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of always been my – standpoint and obviously like I want to help out any like any my like my job is not always for me like I want to help out the people that I'm working with and working for and things but it's a give and take like I need you to invest in me as much as I'm investing in you and as much as you're expecting me to invest in you I need that in return and especially especially when I am giving you everything that you're asking of me right I just knew what I deserved and they were not giving it to me and I had multiple meetings about it and it, nothing changed so then I left. See you later. Yeah.
2: See you later. And
1: awesome. yep so then I went to a boutique and I didn't like it and um then I talked to my old manager at Buckle and she wanted to meet with me so I met with her and I and she said what do I have to do to get you back and I said this this and this and this. And then, and she was really excited and she's like, oh yes, like absolutely, let me talk to my district manager, like we'll figure out what we can do. And then I remember coming back like the next day or the day after or something and I passed the district manager and he looked at me and he said, whether I give you this title or I don't, you will have to earn it, whether you're in the position or you're not, and I remember looking at him and saying, I have already earned this. And that's why I'm asking it. I'm not asking for this because I want you to hand it to me. I want, I'm want. i asking for this because this is what I've deserved for the past probably year of my life. And so they ended up hiring me back on as an assistant manager. So as an assistant manager at Buckle for probably a year, year and a half after that. And the environment just became just because of some of the people that were working there and the way things were being done and being handled and um some of the managing styles that were going on it just honestly the environment became just very toxic feeling and just i was not happy in that environment and i couldn't make myself be happy and my mom is always my whole life she's like be light be light be light and So I always am like, be a light, be a light, be a light. But it like got to the point where I'm like, I would like I'm this little candle and every day going in there, they were like just blowing me out. And like I would try to relight myself and they were just like, Nope. Like just blowing me out, like constantly. That's what it felt like. Like that's the best way I can explain it. And so I was like, this is getting to the point where it's not healthy for me. Like it's not healthy for me to be here. So again, I left. And <laughs> very impulsively, I, this time, quit without having... Well, I put my notice in. I did not quit. I put my notice in before I had another job. Like I said, a very impulsive person. So, then, I looked around, looked around, um, and at the time, one of my friends had started working at Target, and she was on the management team at Target. So, I met with the store director at Target, and... Um, she ended up, long story short, offering me a job on their leadership team as what is called a closing expert. So basically, you close the store Monday through Friday. Um, and yeah, so it sounded like a good job at the time. I was making more money like by a long shot than I've ever made. Um, Seemed like a sweet deal. So I took the job, was finally done with Buckle, um, and I started there. And, um, there's pros and cons to every job, but this job just right away, I just knew it was not for me. And I was there till about midnight every single night. Um, I was the only manager there at the, the whole time I was there. So I was constantly getting yelled at by customers about things that I had no control over. Um, I don't know. My position was just not set up. Like, I wasn't set up for success, but I was the, like, getting the flack for not being set up for success, and, like, um, I didn't have enough team members to get the job done, but they still expected me to get things done, and I don't know, it just, I don't want to just sound like I'm complaining about every single job I've ever had, but I just knew right away, like, it was not a fit for me, and I'm like, I know like, what I like and what I don't and what I'm looking for and what I'm not, and I'm at the age where I don't want to waste time at this job and I don't want to waste their time investing in me and I don't want to waste my time trying to make something work that is just not in the long run, it's just not going to be a fit. And I knew that very quickly. So I worked there for only about six months. And then I found this job, which... um So my friend, I didn't have Facebook at the time, and my friend sent me an ad for um, this job posting, and it was for a manager of this boutique called Simply Perfect Fashion. And so I had never heard of Simply Perfect, and so I just applied and was like, you know, boutiques didn't work out for me the first time, but you know, we'll just see. I was just kind of looking around, having a really open mind, and just praying a ton because I have in the past like, I always am, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I just have felt lost in jobs, and I'm, like, what am I supposed to do? And my mom is always, like, pray about things, and I know to pray about things, so I've always just prayed and prayed and prayed. But you know when you want to do something, so you're praying to God, and and you're praying, but you want to do this thing, so you're, like, oh, yeah, God's telling me to do this because, you know, like, you want to <laughs> do clearly it. so it's like, his voice. Yes, clearly it's his <laughs> clearly voice <you're laughs> telling me to do this because... Like, I want to do this. Like, I have the desire to do this. So, yeah. God's telling me to do this. So, I'm going to do this. And so, this time, I just really, like, just prayed and, like, was, like, I need you to, like, just, like, tell me. Like, I need you to tell me if this is right or if this is not. And I didn't, like, run into a sign that said do this or anything like that. But I went to this job interview and I have never met people, like, work at this place. And they're all, like, 20 years older than me. I am by far the youngest person that works there. But they – I have just never walked into an environment like that. And it's, like, you just feel, like, warm and happy. And, like, your heart just, like, grows ten sizes when you walk in the door. <laughs> and, like, everyone greets you with hugs. And the owner is, like, the most amazing person I have ever met. And so I interviewed with – um a manager of it's split in just two sides it's a um like home furnishing kind of things one side that's called simply perfect and then the other side is the clothing side and that's called simply perfect fashion so i met with the manager on the um the furniture side and then um, she brought the owner in to meet me, and the owner just walks in, and she's barefoot, and she just <gasps> comes up to me, and she hugs me, and she's just the sweetest thing ever. And um, both of them were, and they just gave me, like, just such a good impression of the place. And I had interviewed at a couple other places and where I probably would have made more money, and I probably would have, you know, had more opportunities like within the company than I do at this place, but I just felt like this is this is it, like this is the right thing for me right now, and so I ended up taking the job, and um, yeah, I've been there. I mean, it's only been about six months, but that's where I'm at currently. And you that was it? yes and I love it. It's I like I said, it's the same feeling every time you walk through the doors. And like some days it's, you know, it's a boutique, so like it's not super fast paced like being right. in the mall or being in Target. Right. And I do like being busy, but and I like I just like having things to do and it so it does it's a little slower than I'm used to, but every time I'm like You know, is this it? Like, something will happen, and I'm like, oh, like, this is why I'm here, you know? Yeah. And so it's just such a cool... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just love it.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so, like, obviously you've come quite a far way already, but, like, what are some of your current goals and what you want to achieve in the future?
1: Um, So, currently, I'm working on um, kind of something that's my own thing and it's i am not telling people right now so i'm not going to say exactly what it is but i'm working um i'm working on that right now and so that's something that i'm big things coming yeah big things coming and you guys will know eventually what those are but for now so, um, we'll do a follow up interview. Yeah, when, when this is you all, blow the lid off. Yeah, yeah. When it's, off. when it's announced and it's. When the cat's actually, out of the
3: peripheral bag. Yeah, but she's working on big things. People. Yes, big things. Big things, things I'm to come. really excited about it. Okay, so um, question number three How do you incorporate practical steps into reaching these goals in your everyday life?
1: So, I think that it's really. It's really a balancing act, um, especially when you have a full-time job, but then you're working on your own thing on the side. And I've gone back and forth, like over the years I've tried to start my own things, and this time I'm like, okay, what is, like how can I actually do this? And it's sitting down and making a plan, and it's also not rushing the process, Mm. because I see... People that start things, you know, within a month's time and I'm like, why can't I do that? But then I sit there and I think, no, this is how it has to be for me. I need to take it step by step and I started making a list and I'm like, okay, this is the first thing that I need to do. This is the second thing I need to do. This is the third thing I need to do. And I'm like, even if I get, I'm going to take the time that I need to get the first step perfect before I move on mm. to the second step. Yep. But also giving yourself like realistic timelines. Like I'm going to I'm not going to get this done in a week because maybe it, what I'm working on takes a lot of creativity and it's a lot of um yeah, it just is a lot of creative work. So, if that creative if, flow. if my yeah, if my creative flow doesn't get that first step done in a week, I don't want to be like pressing myself to get it done in a week, but I make myself work on it. So, I'm going to work on this for an hour every night until it's done. Right. And then I move on to step 2. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on this until it's done. And that's something that I've really made myself do is slow down and perfect every step. And take the time but also not just like push it to the side. No, I'm going to sit here right. and I'm going to work on this for an hour. And then tomorrow I'm going to work on it for an hour until it's done. And so then that really helps me balance my life because I don't want to just be working my full-time job and then coming home and just working on this right because I have a lot of other things that I want to be doing as well but it is really important to me that I am fitting this in um yeah so that's kind of something practical that I have done and it's actually really helped me in my process
2: I think that's also really important that you're not like rushing the process Mm -hmm. because if you want it to be good um like I don't, I don't want to, like, give it away. <laughs> you want no, it's okay. If but, you want it to yeah. be, like, good and you want it your, um, whatever it is that you're working on right. to be, like, appealing to everybody else and, like, you're like, I've worked hard on this. This is my work. And to reflect you and reflect you good. Exactly. And you
1: need to not be rushing the process. Right. Like, okay, I need to move on to the next thing. Exactly. Like, and so. that's, that's the thing. I'm, like, I kind of threw some things together one time and I'm, like this isn't like this is so important to me and it's so important to my heart and it's something that's like been laid on my heart for i feel like my entire life and so i'm like i need i need to treat it like that like i need to treat it like with as much time and energy and respect and everything as it deserves and like i just want it to reflect that so awesome
2: Okay, so what are your thoughts on how social media has and is playing such a huge role in hustle culture?
1: And do you feel like you have ever or are currently impacted by it? Um, social media I think we can all agree in every aspect is like it has its pros and its cons, like yeah. for sure. And I don't really I've never heard of the term Hustle culture before this podcast. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Really? I've what? never heard that term, so I don't know exactly. You get what we're saying? I mean, like, I think, like, a general idea. Like, okay, I don't like this one girl. Like, she's like, says that she's like in
2: hustle culture. So, like, she does like YouTube, Instagram, a podcast. Anyway, that she, just, so goes, basically goes, she goes, just goes, goes, and goes, goes, and goes, goes. Okay, goes all goes, the time. So, I guess yeah. first, we should, first we should start off with, because I just listened to a podcast and they were talking about whether they believe in hustle culture or not and then whether they fall into it or not. So, first off, I guess, do you... Because what they were saying on in that is, like, how... The one girl was saying, like, she needs a rest and she needs breaks and she needs to have a downtime where she's not on her phone and she's not doing this or that. And she needs that quite often. Which, I mean, a lot of us would say, like, that's healthy to have that quite often. But some people don't. Like, they just go, 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 go. And they love life and that's how they're doing it. So, like, how do you feel? Like, do you think it is right or wrong?
1: And, um, I guess, do you fall into it? Okay. Okay. So, I feel like I go in and out of it, and I don't feel like it's right or wrong. I think it depends on who you are, but also, I do think that it's very important to, like, we're not put on this earth to work, like, our lives away. Like, what are we working for? Like, we're not working to work. Like, we're working to build a life, and so, I do think that your career is obviously a part of your life and you should make it a part of your life and you should invest your time and your energy into that but also there is so much else in life like for instance I have a sister I have friends well I don't have a sister I have sisters (laughs) but I have a sister that lives here so like I have to like I invest time in her and I have a boyfriend and I have friends and things like that and so I'm like I cannot imagine being in in said hustle culture where my entire life is working and working and working because then you're slacking off on other things and like and and maybe people like for instance like I like to get up in the morning and I like to work out and then I like to have a good breakfast and then I like to go to work and then I like to come home and I make a good supper and then I unwind a little bit. And then I will do... And then I usually hang out with Jenna and then we usually talk for a while. And then I will work on some other work and then whatever. But I think that it is important to not lose sight of why we're doing these things and, like, why we're hustling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what are we working for? And what are we working towards? And if you're just, like... Like, I think that there's too much glorification in being busy. Mm.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. If,
1: if like, people brag about how busy they are, and I'm like, that's not a great thing. Yeah, Like, it's not, because, yeah. like, who likes to not have time for anything, anything you yeah. know? who? That's not a good thing, but people brag about it like it is. And so I think that hustling, necessarily, isn't a bad thing, but I think that, Being like glorifying being busy all the time is dangerous, and I think that that is what I would say. Like we need to rest as humans.
2: Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So this just like made me think about because when you said like the topic is like definition of success and like everything like that, and like I just think of like in life, lots of times when people are like, "What do you want out of life?" You're like, "Oh, it should be successful." Like, right. I think that, like, I'm like, I want to be successful in my career. I want to be mm-hmm. successful, like, in how I am as a future mom. Like, mm-hmm. um, like, all these different things. Well, I was sitting in, um, a Sunday school class, actually in Gettysburg, like, a couple months ago, and one of the leaders said this, I just thought this was, like, so interesting, and he's like, God never calls us to be successful. Mm-hmm. God never right. says, like, you are to, you are supposed to be successful. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not a thing. Like, that is right. not what we right. are called to be and called to do. And I was just like, holy crap. Like, I have never, ever thought about that before. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not supposed to live these big, glorious lives where we... I mean, if you do, that's awesome. Like, I mean, God puts people in those places. But, like, that's not, like, our sole purpose is to, like, get to the top and, like, right. be successful. Ho, ho,
0: ho, ho. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho, ho, ho Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio
1: laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Well, like, quote-unquote American, like, success. Right. right. And that's the other thing, like, with this thing that I'm working on. Like, I have to constantly remind myself and, like, I pray about it. And I'm, like, always, like, I don't want to do this for me. And I don't want to do this to be successful. Like, I don't like I want to do this because I feel like it's what God is calling me to do and I want to do it to the best of my ability because it's what I feel like I'm called to do. So that's the thing. I'm like I put all my, like I put my heart and my soul in what I do because I feel like it's what God has called me to do and I feel like I'm there for a reason. And so I want to um, live up to that, you know, I want to live up to, who God wants me to be in that place that He's put me in. I think that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh. And I think that that is um, where we as Christians, and not everyone is Christians, obviously, so it it can mean different things for other people. Right. But we as Christians, that's where, like, our success, quote unquote, success comes from, truly.
2: Yeah. No, I like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Um,. Okay, so everyone obviously deals with comparison. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to. Um, do you ever find yourself feeling discouraged by, like,
1: the influential people around you or on social media seemingly, you know, a few steps ahead of you? Oh, for sure. Like, it's something that I constantly battle with and it's something I constantly have to tell myself. Like, no, this is... That that person's life is not your life. Like, you are a completely different person. You're on a different path. Like, you're going to be doing something so much different. Um, but for instance, people have done like what I'm doing basically, like in other ways, like not the exact thing, but they've started something similar to what I'm starting. And, you know, we came up with the idea at the same time and they've already announced it. They're already doing it, like whatever. And I'm like, and I, I mean, if I could let myself think that I'm 10 steps behind, you know, or I'm like, why is this taking me two years when it took this person three months? And it's just, it's that, it's the idea that everyone's timeline is different. Nobody's on a strict timeline. And it doesn't matter how old you are or anything. Like, your timing is your own. And it's gonna, you're doing something entirely different than anyone else on the face of the earth is doing. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, Cameron, even somebody in, like, your, um, like, your major
2: mm-hmm.
1: wants to be doing the exact same thing as you, like, they might accomplish that first, and it doesn't mean you're behind, you know, like, they, right. who, if somebody graduates first, or if they get a job first, you're or at if different they, place yeah, or, you know? you're just yeah. at different places, and so I, it is something that I have to constantly remind myself of, but yeah, it's definitely something that I struggle with, but also that I, I do make sure to constantly remind myself of that it's not that I'm behind I'm just at a different place right don't get discouraged yeah yeah Yeah, for sure
3: yeah um I guess that's just kind of the uh, follow-up question the next question is kind of just a follow-up question what's some what's a more practical advice you can implement into your life what what kind of advice would you give to someone who's kind of going through that you know feeling of discouragement slash impatient attitude at times
1: um
3: I mean you kind of already said it but just a more direct yeah question.
1: I would say just to I mean honestly you just have to constantly constantly remind yourself like talk to yourself like legitimately like talk to yourself and say no that person is not my life like this life is my own and this job is my own and my path is completely different than theirs like don't even like you're not even on the same highway like you're not on the sa- like they're completely different and yours has Yours may have curves and hills and everything and theirs is a straight shot. And I'm not saying that that one's easy, but I'm just saying they're totally different. Right. Yeah. So it's going to take you a completely different path to get to where you're going than it takes that other person. Because, mm-hmm. so, you just have to, like, legitimately tell yourself, like, that, that person's life is not for me. Like, I'm exactly where I need to be right now. Or think about it. Is there something that you should be doing to to get yourself further. Like, are you actually taking the steps to get yourself where you want to be? Mm -hmm. Because that's another thing. If you're just coming home and sitting on the couch every day and then being like, "Wow, why am I not getting to where (laughs) I want to be? Like, obviously there's a reason. Like, so are you taking practical steps to get to where you want to be? And if you are, then just relax and just (laughs) tell yourself that it is. Yeah. Sometimes it does take time, but it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. And it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. Um, just keep going and it will, it'll work out. Um, okay, so do you feel like you are currently successful? Yes. I think that for where I am at in life, um, yeah, I feel successful because I feel um, happy and I feel like I do every day the best that I can and I think that that's very important And I'm obviously not done yet, and I'm not, like, working towards... I'm not done working towards where I want to be, but for where I am right now, I feel successful.
2: Yeah. And I think that um, success can often like look so different from person to person and depending mm-hmm. on your goals and your dreams and like where you want to be end up in your life.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just to swing back to that last question, because I was gonna say this and then as I was talking, I'm like, I've completely forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> but I um another thing that really can like the comparison game, it's like i think social media plays such a big part in that and jenna touched on this a little bit in the beginning and i have seriously like deleted my social media apps because i can't stop comparing my life to people's mm-hmm. and it just it just make, like i can i feel it like on my inside and i feel like just this like hindering of comparing yeah. myself to people and so i just make myself like not go on social media, and it helps so much. So just try that. Like if you if you can't stop comparing yourself to the point where, like you're not happy or, you know you think you're failing at what you're doing, just get off social media. Like try deleting right. your apps for a week and just right. see how. I mean just right. even for a day, like just delete them and so that you're you can't go on them and just see how much different you feel. And right. honestly, you'll waste a lot less time. True. And it will just yeah, it's just so helpful to not yeah. go on social media when it comes to comparing your life to other people.
3: Um, kind of just going on that. I feel like a lot of the time, too, when you kind of start feeling yourself slip into that um, kind of comparison thing, I, it almost is kind of like a reset of how you're looking at someone. Because mm-hmm. it's really hard to not – I mean, I fall into this all the time, too. Just, like, even comparing myself with Serena. You know, like, I drive a little clunker. She, you know, is at a place in her life where she's stable enough to have, you know, a new car that she makes payments on every month. And I am not in any way that stable. And just even, like, Cameron, she's married now. And, like, it's, it's hard. Not even social media, but just people around you, I think. I think what's helped me a lot, and if anyone else is, you know, kind of struggling with this, is whether it be, you know, that um, famous influencer that you follow on Instagram or the people around you in your life, instead of comparing yourself and saying, hey, I'm not doing good enough, look to where that person can inspire you to better yourself. Mm -hmm. So now I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm falling so behind. It's like, hey... I want to, you know, work harder to achieve my goals, try to be less lazy, because Serena's inspiring me to be better. Cameron's inspiring me to be mm-hmm. better. Hey. Cameron's inspiring to get married. Well, yeah. Not so much in the marriage. <laughs> no, But, I know. but um... But even even just you know, Cameron inspired me to you know start budgeting a little bit better, and she gave me a really cool budgeting app that I sometimes use better <laughs> than other times. But you know, instead of this whole comparison thing of they're doing better than me, be like, okay, tr- kind of turn that thinking around to be like, what are they doing? What that are they doing that's that make- making me right? Or, yeah. what, what are they doing that's making me feel like they are doing better? And how can that inspire me to be better? Not that you have to have their exact same life. But mm-hmm. I think just turning that thinking around is also super important. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: For sure. That's great. yeah. And great I do that point. with a lot of, like, I do that with a lot of my friends, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll, like, at first I'll, like, kind of mentally, after that I have to do that, I'll, like, compare myself. And then I'll be like, okay, but what are they doing? Like, if I want to be there, what should I be doing? You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, that's sure. a really good way of thinking. Yeah, that definitely is.
3: Um, do you feel like your definition or opinion on what being successful is has changed over time?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> And I think a bit, like, I don't know. When I took this last job that I'm working at currently, I took a pay cut. Uh, (laughs) Like, not a super big pay cut, but, like, a significant amount, enough pay cut that, like, it matters. And I just, like, I remember them, like, I told them in my interview how much I currently make. And they're like, we're small. We're not going to be able to pay you that much. And I said, um... Quality of life is so much more important than what I'm getting paid. And I have realized that because I worked for, I mean, almost two years just being miserable every day. And um, and so if we are talking like, like actually success within your career, I think that my, yeah, my thought of what that means has changed significantly and because I think that so many people think that everybody bases success off money I think everyone I think that we can all admit that Mm -hmm. everyone bases success off money and it's so not like there is so much more to life than you may never be rich and so you're gonna have to feel okay not being rich Mm -hmm. like you're gonna have to find a way and so it's this idea like how can I show up and do the best that I can every day? And that's success. And how can I inspire the people that were very big on inspiring everyone that comes into our store? So how can I inspire everyone that steps foot in my store today? And how can I make their day better? And how, being in retail, how can I make every single person that steps into my store, how can I make their day better? And how can I be a light in that person's life? And even just our short time. And I think that that has become more success than how much money I'm making and uh, even my title like people put such a big importance on title and where it, I mean it t- titles do mean something and money does mean something but also I think that that's I've been making more than I am now and I felt less, less successful then than I do now so I definitely think that my idea on success has changed
2: Okay, and, like, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start working towards a goal but is feeling overwhelmed and doesn't even know where to start?
1: Talk to people. Um I think that getting advice from people is great. I think that be careful who you talk to. But um with this thing that I'm working on, I have – I didn't go to college. Like, I don't have a business degree. I don't have – any of the knowledge that I need to do this. And so I'm like, but use your resources, like find your resources, find people that you trust that you can talk to and ask them, hey, what do, like what, like going back to that, what practical steps do I need to take to get this started? And Google, like Google is amazing. Like you can find everything (laughs) on Google, like literally you can Google like, business plan for this, and it will, you know, and not saying that you're working towards a business, but, like, you can Google, like, anything, Anything. and so just do your research, like, do your research, find people that you trust to talk to and get advice from, and then, like I said, make a list, like, it is so helpful to make a step-by-step list, like, once you decide what you want to do, once you either Google or talk to or both, um, someone to tell you, I'm just saying, the Google. I, yeah. everyone's like, how do I do this? What does Google this mean? I'm like, literally Google, Google it. it. Like it's it. at your fingertips. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so like you, we have so much power at our fingertips now and it can be a bad thing, but it can also be such a helpful thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, Google's like my best friend. And, um, we consult the
3: Google for almost every podcast. yeah.
1: Uh, yeah like you? seriously, yeah. like yeah. honestly, it can, t- it Yeah, so just do your research, but then once you figure out the steps that you need to take, make a list, and don't don't undermine any little detail. Like, write everything down. Like, if you're starting a business, like, number one, find a name. Number two, like, everything. Just list it out, and then... I found it really helpful, like I said, to just jot out an allotted amount of time every day to just sit and work on my list. And maybe I can get through two in a day and maybe I can get through and maybe I won't get through one for a month. But I think that those are some actual practical steps that you can take to towards whatever your goal is.
2: Yeah, I like that. And I really liked how you said to like talk to people that you trust mm-hmm. because I was listening to... um well, different podcast, and I thought that this was really good, and she said, don't take advice from someone, wh- from, like, someone or whatever, where you don't, how would she say? Don't take advice from someone who's in a place that you don't want to be. hmm mm-hmm. Like, if they're telling... so true. Yeah, yeah. If they're telling you this, or you want to know how to do this, like, don't ask them if they're not where you want to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they're not going to be giving you the right advice. Right. right. Exactly. And yeah. I
3: think it's also important, too, is, like, um, that Bible verse where it says, you know, don't cast your pearls before swine. hmm Um, we... I... We talked. We got talked to a lot about that in um, at my Bible school that I went to, and she was she was a const our school leader. She was constantly saying, you know, don't um, don't don't go home and you know share with people who aren't gonna you know treasure your what you're passionate about, what you're excited about, because it's gonna end up making you feel discouraged. So I think that's something. Um, like, I mean, you said that, but just mm-hmm. I don't know. I think. I always keep that in the back of my mind, you know, like what you treasure most, what's closest to your heart. Don't just go throwing that around willy nilly for it. It'll get trampled on by people who don't care.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've like learned that that's something I've had to teach myself because I'm such an open book. Like I will literally tell you anything that you want to know (laughs) about me when I have met you like two seconds ago, like to a flaw. And so I have really had to learn that like to, yeah, not be such an open book and to keep some things to myself, and to only talk to certain people about some things.
3: Which I think is super interesting, because even with, even with, I mean, I feel like it always, it comes back to social media a lot, but I think that, again, it's kind of glorified to be like, oh, I'm so open, I tell everybody, you know, and it's important to, you know, share your testimony and share some things, and because people can relate, and people can help you through stuff, but at the same time, like I said, I mean, you just can't, You can't, there are some things that aren't meant to be shared with just everybody. And I think that sometimes it's hard for us to admit that like, no, it's okay to not wear your heart on your sleep, to not be an open book, Mm -hmm. to not share everything with everybody. Because I feel like we live in such a culture now that glorifies that. Everyone Mm -hmm. says everything. Everyone says everything that they're thinking, you know, behind a screen, but they still do it. Yeah. You know?
2: Okay. So, Serena, do you ever feel like overwhelmed with your goals? And if so, how do you overcome that or work through those feelings?
1: Um yes. Yes, I yes, I do. <laughs> um well. But um I'm trying to think of how I want to say this. Yes, I do feel that sometimes and I think I used to more than now that I actually have like a plan and I've made my list and like things that I've already talked about like have helped me through those feelings. Um, but maybe to kind
3: of like reiterate a little bit better, do you ever? Like I feel like a, a lot of times it can feel like this is never gonna happen. It just feels like a pipe dream. Yeah, and I like, also how do you kind of squash like, those?
1: Feelings? And yeah, I think that it's also because I've had so many ideas in the past and like I've like started off on so many ventures that like I right. and th- that I never followed through on. So I'm like, this isn't gonna be that. Like I always like am like this can't be that. This can't be that. This can't be that. And I have like fear of this just being that again and so then I think that it is just keep working on it like I have to keep it front of mind and I have to keep working on it every day or else it like or else I feel it like either get overwhelming or like too big for me and too like unreachable right but and then like go back to those small steps because I'm like yes this is actually something tangible that I can do that is getting me there right so like yeah no I can't do it all right now I can't like I can't afford to and I can't like whatever But, so don't let it over, like, I don't let it overwhelm me by not thinking about the end goal, but thinking about, you can't think about, I mean, you do have to think about where you're going, but not, don't think about all 150 steps it's going to take to get there. Just think about the step in front of you Mm, and just take it day by day. Um, And I, yeah, and like I said, I've just worked on so many things in the past that have just it just weren't right, and so it does scare me sometimes that like, I think you're gonna yeah fail a lot before you get to where you right, want and to. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay, but just keep going. I yeah. think is the thing mm-hmm. you just have to keep going every single day um, yeah. and just keep working towards that.
2: Definitely.
3: Um. Lastly,
1: mm-hmm. where do you currently hope to see yourself in five
3: years in regard to your personal goals?
1: I hope to. I hope that you guys know what we're talking about in this episode by that. <laughs> Um, I hope that my thing is up and going. I hope, I hope thing is yeah, hard. I think a lot of people do. Anybody that knows does. Uh, yeah, but I genuinely hope that within five years it will be um, known and it will be going and it will be a good thing. And I hope that I haven't lost sight of what's important in life and I hope that I'm still grounded and... That I never forget what I think to be success right now, and that um, like money is the never the main goal for me, um, and that I still treasure people the way that I do right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well,
3: I mean that's the end of our list of questions. Cameron, you got anything to add?
2: I don't know, Jenna. What's your goal? Yeah. Well, you to Where do you years. want to be in five years?
3: Oh my gosh, you guys. Well, here I go, casting my pearls before you swine. But Wow,
2: um, thank you.
3: <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you because, I don't know, I feel like I have, yeah, if you can hear, my neighbor's dog is howling, but um, I, I feel like I have um, kind of um, thought of this in the past, and I kind of am currently trying to maybe go forward in this but I think it would be like really fun and I feel like I would be good at and I am have found myself being more and more drawn to this and it's kind of been one of those things um, I feel similar to Serena where you kind of have these different plans but there's always this like kind of like one that always kind of resurfaces Mm -hmm. and is like Mm -hmm. okay yeah that was a good idea but like remember this And then it's like, okay, yeah, but no, 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 no. And then you have these other plans, and it's like, okay, yeah, but remember this. And it's kind of always that one, that one thing you kind of come back to that's always nagging at the back of your mind. And it's kind of weird because, I don't know, I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you. I think it would be absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal? Phenomenal? Mm Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal, is that the word? Mm Mm-hmm. Um to be like the next Shonda Pierce, like a stand-up comedian slash inspirational speaker. So currently, and if you want to know what I'm doing to prepare prepare for that, I'm watching stand-up comedy. Oh my
1: gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. There it is. (laughs) There it is. I am
3: watching stand-up comedy and listening to inspirational
1: podcasts. No, literally. I, like, come home yesterday, and she's, like, just sitting there on the couch, and I'm, like, what are you watching? And she's, like, stand-up comedy. Preparing for
2: my future. (laughs) Preparing for my future. I'll be in the front row of But what's so interesting that I
3: didn't even know is that, which I guess, like, who wouldn't know this, but comedians, when they go on tour for, like, that year-long tour, it's the exact same script. So they're literally telling the same exact jokes over and over and over and over again. Which, of course, yeah. it's literally called a tour, so it wouldn't be any different than it's like a than a, than a music yeah. tour where yeah. they're singing the same songs yeah. over and over again. But I guess I didn't really realize. You just that. like don't think so about hopefully it. Hopefully, you don't fact, think your about jokes it. by the end. You know? Right, but then I got thinking. I'm like, am I really that? Am I really funny enough? And then here I go, you know, kind of like doubting myself. But. You know, I'm like, am I you
1: really, are. am I really funny enough? I don't really know. See, um, and then those are the doubts that you have to just squash. Yeah, you just like, squash them. You know them. what? If God is calling you to do something, He's clearly like already made a way, and He's made you funny enough. If He wants you to be a comedian, He made you funny enough. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. But then you think of, like, okay, no, 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 but no, like, going to a stage, literally, this terrifies me. This is my next plan, though, like, because, okay, so my first step is to, you know, watch all these things and kind of get, you know, what jokes go over, what with the crowd and stuff like that. I literally, I, literally, this is, okay, we might cut this out, but maybe we won't also, um, but... It's funny because I so I'm doing this and then my next thing I'm gonna go to some um, like open mic comedy clubs because we actually had one that opened in Sioux Falls last year and I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm, you told me that. Baby. And so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna see just how petrifying it is. And then hopefully I want to go. And, and then to hopefully it. you <laughs> write out like you know a 10 minute long script or a five minute long script, however long the open mic allows you to be up there, and you write like you write out a, kind of a script for yourself oh. of like this joke is gonna go over well.
2: I want to go. Yeah. I see and jokes.
3: then you kind of like practice I it just laugh. almost almost just like a skit, right? It's like a skit but for yourself of like a right. story you're telling about your life. And then and then, you know, you go and you stand in front of the open mic and you hope that you don't absolutely like fail just terribly. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so that's my plan. And then hopefully, I guess not even just being funny, but also being inspirational and funny at the same time. That's going to be a so hopefully in five years, that's what I'm doing. We're we'll gonna see. be
2: great at it. Yeah, yeah. so love great.
3: It. You guys think I'm funny, but
2: that's because you know me. Mm. What your followers will learn to know you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> my followers, my yeah. followers Our users. What <laughs> is um <laughs> what's your year? five yeah. year plan? Oh yeah.
2: my gosh. Okay, so in five years I'll be 26. Oh geez, I didn't even think about. Oh that. Oh my gosh, so in five years I'll... I'll be how old? 23, 24, 25, 25. Extra You'll be 28. 28. That's insane.
3: You'll be creeping up on 30, my dude.
2: Okay, in five years. I don't know exactly like what I want to do with my career. Like I like I really want to travel and I really want to be creative and I always want to be yeah, being like creative and have like a creative outlet in some way. But I'm not totally sure. I know that I want to be traveling of some sort. Brady and I have talked about, but we kinda want to do this right after school. Talked about getting like a camper or a van. Oh, that'd be fun and taking Aww. the summer before we like actually like, that get that a real job. job. Yeah. yeah, and just like going to all the states we have never been to. Um, except for Hawaii, you can't drive to Hawaii. <laughs> um, so I don't know, like travel is definitely one of our passions. So I want to be traveling and just um pursuing like probably pursuing fashion because that is where I'm at. Um, I don't want to have any babies yet. Everyone keeps asking me that. No babies. Not even in five years. I don't think so. Wow. Not yet. I asked Brady. I asked Brady, and he's like, "Um, maybe in eight years." I was like, "Holy crap!" Okay. Well, maybe in six years, I won't be having them, but we'll be getting. We'll be ready. Yeah, ready ready to start trying. Yes. Okay. And see this is just really hard for me because sometimes I'm like yeah I want to have like a house and like all this stuff in like five years but sometimes I'm like I don't want to have a house like I want to be like traveling and going here and going there and not being completely tied down because I mean the thing is
3: is that I feel like I'm sorry to interrupt you I feel like I do this all the time but I feel like we are still kind of coming out of that place where it's like okay come out of high school come out of college get married settle down have the kids like everything is bada bing bada boom you're settled down by 30 but the thing is like you have your whole life to be settled
2: Right, exactly. So, I guess in five years, I just want to be, I definitely want to be traveling, like, frequently. Um, I want to be loving life with Brady. I want to be happy, healthy, and somehow using my creative outlet, however that is. So, I know I don't have, like, an
1: exact plan.
2: And I don't want That's any kids okay. yet. But who knows? That could change. <laughs> that could change. In five I want, years. Oh, I want
1: a dog. In five years. I want a dog. Years, <laughs> want a dog. Okay. <laughs> in five years, we're going to re-listen to this episode. Yeah, and you know, like, Cameron's going to have idiots. three kids. Yeah.
3: This will. I'm going to be like an accountant. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to be homeless. <laughs> I'm going
1: to be homeless. <laughs> Success. <laughs>
3: Like, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I think, well, I think, sorry, I think that the camera just went to like cut me off, but I I just thought that was a good ending. That 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 was a good ending, but no, who's (laughs) surprised? Nobody. Um, I think that what is so like, um, what, what you can, what we as Christians can find comfort in is that, and what I always kind of go back to is. God knows the desires of your heart. He put them there. He like intricately made you, and put the desires in your heart that are in there. Mm -hmm. So it's not like He's gonna be like, "Hey, I'm gonna put this desire in your heart to be a mom," and then be like, "No kids for you." Yeah. You know, like He's not gonna do that. And so I don't know. I think that's whenever I think about not being successful, I'm like, "No, God put this in my heart to want to do, so He's gonna help me do it because, you know." Well, sometimes
2: um, too, I feel like like, me, myself, like, I'll feel guilty about my desires. I'm like, okay, is that realistic, though? Or is that actually, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I right. like, I told Brady, I was like, I would like to be traveling, like, somewhere out of the country, like, once or twice a year. Like, I just want to, like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff, and I'm, I, I don't know, just all the different, not just that, but all the other different things I have, too. It's like, okay, God, and then I have to remind myself, like, God puts those on your heart. Like, oh, it's right. not a wrong thing to feel the way I do and to pursue it, you know? Right, like, right. So.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I
3: think definitely. it's also important in that aspect to not... I don't know, almost, almost, I feel, I feel like when you start limiting yourself, like, that's not realistic, I can never do that, I can never achieve that, I feel like it's almost like a slap into, in the face to, you know, God, be like, be like, oh, okay, you can't help me achieve this. Right. You know, like, obviously that's not the thought process, but almost, you know, on the same breath, it's, yeah. he's put these desires in your heart to be like, it's not realistic, it's to be like, okay, I'm gonna limit the creator of the universe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, anyway. I totally agree with that.
3: Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Coffee and Combo Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this episode with our guest star Serena. Thank you so much for being with us
2: here today. Thank you guys so much for having me. Let I'm us so know. So excited! Oh, sorry, I'm cutting you off. It's let, let us know where we can find you on social media and like when your big thing is. Oh, is um, up and, and going. going. Yeah. yeah. Where's everyone so,
1: be um, social media is. Let me pull it up because I honestly don't know. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, my Instagram is Serena M Berglund. It's S E R E N A M B E R G L U N D. If you follow me, Donna, and, you should know how to yeah. follow Berglund. And um, follow me on Instagram, and I will be announcing things on there probably. So yeah, awesome. and we'll probably do a follow up podcast. Yeah, love it. <laughs>